The content found on thebestdayever.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. Greetings, everybody. This is David Avocado Wolf, and I'm joined by Dr. Daniel Amen today. He is a physician, psychiatrist, teacher, five-time New York Times bestselling author. He's regarded as one of the world's foremost experts on applying brain imaging science, which I want to get into with him, to clinical psychiatric practice. He's a board-certified child and adult psychiatrist and the medical director of Amen Clinics, incorporated in Newport Beach and in San Francisco, California, also in Bellevue, Washington, and Reston, Virginia. Amen Clinics have the world's largest database of functional brain scans, totaling about 70,000 on patients from over 90 countries. Dr. Amen is a distinguished fellow of the American Psychiatric Association, which is the highest award given to members and an assistant clinical professor of psychiatry and human behavior at the University of California at Irvine, at the Irvine School of Medicine. Dr. Amen is the lead researcher on the world's largest brain imaging, brain rehabilitation study on professional football players, which not only demonstrated that there was significant brain damage in a high percentage of retired players, but also the possibility that they could be rehabilitated, and these are the principles that underlie all of his work, is how to actually repair your brain. Um, Dr. Amen is our featured keynote speaker at our upcoming Longevity Now conference, and that's May 18th through 20th at the Orange County Hilton in Costa Mesa, California, the longevitynowconference.com, all four of those words together. Check it out, and he's going to be speaking for us actually on Sunday. It's going to be an incredible event, and we're very excited to have Dr. Amen with us. So with no further ado, welcome, Dr. Amen. How are you doing? Thanks, David. I wanted to ask you about this brain imaging that you do. Let's get started there real quick before we get into some more specific stuff about your latest book and all that. Tell us about brain imaging science and, and what it means and what, you know, what, what it's used for. So for the last 21 years at the Amen Clinics, we've been doing a study called brain SPECT imaging, S-P-E-C-T. And SPECT is a nuclear medicine procedure that looks at blood flow and activity patterns. It looks at how your brain works. And it's just a critical piece of the puzzle in brain health because many people are walking around with brains that are not healthy but if you never look, you never know. And it, it has just changed everything in my own life because when you look at a scan, you can see areas of the brain that work well, areas of the brain that are low in activity, and areas of the brain that are high in activity. So good activity, too little or too much. And then our job basically becomes balancing it. And when I started ordering scans in 1991, 
I scanned everybody I knew, <laughs> including myself, and I didn't like what I saw compared to other people, and so I totally developed brain envy. I wanted a better brain, and it really, that was the seed of my work with, with brain health and then subsequently longevity. Because, you know, it's your brain that makes the good decisions that keep you healthy and alive for a long time, or it's your brain that makes the bad decisions that kill you early. And what I discovered is that there are so many factors in our society that are against us having a healthy brain. And if you don't address those, it affects your body and your mind in a very negative way, including what you talked about in the introduction is playing football. So contact sports are clearly not good for a developing brain. But the exciting news is that many of our players who've been hit in the head 20 or 30,000 times can be rehabilitated on a brain smart program. That's incredible. That's that's fantastic news. And I imagine that what you're really getting at is not only direct trauma, but perhaps indirect trauma, for example, exposure to heavy metals, uh, damage to our brain by carcinogens, damage to our brain by volatile organic compounds. I mean, it seems like an underlying theme of all your work is that the brain is the most complex, the most important organ in your body and that to get your brain healthy is pretty much like, you know, cutting to the right, the head of the curve. It's like that's at the top of the chain. And once your brain's healthy, everything else kind of falls into place. Is that kind of right? Is that, is that basically your assumption? It is. But, it, but, but they, your body and your brain really feed back each other. So when your brain is healthy, you make good decisions that help the rest of your body be healthy. But on the other hand, if you have heart disease, obesity, uh, sleep apnea, hypertension, diabetes, all of those things affect the brain in a negative way. And then you can't make good decisions. So what, what I've done in the last three books I've written is really focus on the connection between physical health and mental health and how important it is to get those things working together. And one of the most interesting things I've discovered is that your gut really is your second brain. And if it's not right, it won't produce the neurotransmitters to help your brain be right. So it it really is about getting this amazing body we have to work in concert with itself and get all of our habits to support the health of our body and our brain. And, you know, and I really figured out that brain health is really simple. It's three things. Brain envy, you have to care about it. Avoid bad things and do good things. So, you know, as you mentioned, carcinogens and organic volatile solvents and uh, heavy metal exposure, obviously those things are disastrous for brain function. Um, and the good things, exercise, a great diet, um, some simple supplements, not believing every stupid thought you have. Um, it's just absolutely essential to optimizing the physical functioning of the brain. Okay, so let's talk about, well, I just want to get on the brain scan one more thing. Is then what you're getting are images or are they images over time? Is it a video? 
is it like is it like in um is it like magnetic resonance type of image? What give us a little bit more specifics on that? Is it video or is it actually pictures? So SPECT looks at blood flow and activity, looks at how your brain works. So it is over about two minutes of time, so you get a very nice picture, not of thoughts, but really of the state of someone's brain, and it gives us these very nice images of how your brain works. And then what we do is we compare it to our 72,000 scan database, and we have a really good idea for your age and gender, because women typically have busier brains than men. Um, for your age and gender, how is the health of your brain? And typically, and this is why I wrote my last book, Use Your Brain to Change Your Age, over time, the brain becomes less and less and less active. Now that I'm 57, I hate that. But it's very clear. But what we discovered is that there are many things you do that accelerate the aging process, and there are many things you can do to decelerate it. So on our website today at amenclinics.com, people can actually see about 300 of these images, healthy scans, uh, drug-affected scans, really bad. They, they look shriveled. Recreational drugs or what kind of drugs? Well, actually, it can be both. I mean, that's sort of the frightening thing is that, yes, alcohol is not a health food. It's very important for people to understand. I mean, it really can cause very serious brain damage. Um, methamphetamine abuse, cocaine abuse, marijuana, smoking. Um, caffeine constricts blood flow to the brain. But also some prescription drugs. So the benzos that are uh, very commonly prescribed for anxiety, Xanax, Ativan, Valium, clearly they make the brain look like you're a drinker. Um, and opiates, Oxycontin, for example, often causes very low blood flow and perfusion to the brain. So it can be uh, drugs of abuse, or it can even be some of the medication your doctor's giving you. And I always say, how do you know unless you look? Since most psychiatrists never look at the brain, they really have no idea whether or not they're hurting their patients or helping them. Right. That makes a lot of sense. You're, you're getting a, a view inside, so what may not be immediately apparent is more clear through a brain scan, like inflammation, right? So you can see if somebody's actually got, like, brain inflammation. Can you detect that kind of a thing? Well, if they have uh, acute inflammation, say they're in the early stages of Lyme's disease, we'll see too much activity in the brain. But if they have chronic inflammation, say they're in the later stages of Lyme's disease, what we see is overall decreased activity in the brain. And, you know, the, the, the secret sauce of what we do at the Amen Clinics is very clear because it's not just brain scans. We do really detailed clinical histories, lab evaluations, plus brain spect imaging. What that does is it really equals more targeted treatment. We're targeting treatment to your brain. And then we add lifestyle interventions, brain-healthy lifestyle habits, which I just think are absolutely essential. And we actually have some of the best outcomes of anywhere in psychiatry. We're very excited about it, but it's really that formula, detailed assessment, lab assessment, brain spect imaging, plus brain-healthy habits. 
all of those things are necessary to get your brain and subsequently your life to the place you want it. Let's, let's talk a little bit about your book, Use Your Brain to Change Your Life. And you've got seven principles in that book. Um, like, can we go over some of that? Like, What are some of the main principles that you have in your latest book in terms of getting your brain sorted out? So Use Your Brain to Change Your Age is my uh, attempt to show how I can make your brain younger. And if your brain is younger, you live longer. Uh, th there's this great study from uh, Stanford where they looked at 1,548 people over 90 years. They were looking for the things going, what went with success, health, and longevity. And the don't worry, be happy people actually died the earliest from accidents and preventable illnesses. You know, I always wanted to be one of those people who just didn't worry so much. And what I realized is I really want to be one of those people who's concerned about my health and my habits because I live a longer time. So the first principle to get to use your brain to change your age is brain envy, is you have to care. But, you know, David, nobody cares about their brain. I live in Newport Beach, so near where the conference is going to be, in the heart of Orange County or the OC, and I often say we're the plastic society. You know, we have more plastic walking around our streets than almost anywhere else in the world. And I say we care more about our faces, our boobs, our bellies, and our butts than we do our brain, which is really, you know, that's pretty crazy when you think that it's your brain that controls everything. You know, whether you get married, how you manage your money, how you do at work, what kind of mother or father you are, and nobody cares about it. So the images, through the images, I teach people how to care uh, about their brain, which means you probably don't let your son play tackle football because of the level of damage that occurs when you hit the brain repeatedly. It's a very bad idea. So brain envy is the first step. The second step is you have to learn how to make better decisions because the quality of your decisions determine the length of your life. In this study, the longevity study I, I mentioned, the number one factor associated with longevity was conscientiousness, was if you said you were going to show up and you showed up, that was a good indicator you're likely to live longer. It's your brain that makes the good decisions that help you live a long time or it's your brain that lets you eat anything you want and kills you early. So in the book, I actually talk about how to make good decisions and the decisions you make are a direct reflection of how much sleep you got the night before, of did you have some protein in the morning to maintain your blood sugar throughout the day? Do you have these two little words in your head, then what? If I do this, then what will happen? What are the consequences of my behavior? Then what? And obviously having a healthy brain is equates to better decisions. So those are the first two steps. The third one is you have to avoid things that are bad for your brain. And many people don't know that caffeine constricts blood flow to your brain actually fairly powerfully, in some studies up to 30%. Nicotine, as it prematurely ages your skin, is doing exactly the same thing to the blood vessels in your brain. Being in a toxic 
environment. That's really bad for brain function. I was just in Hong Kong, and the pollution there was disgusting. And you know, I think I felt brain fog for a week when I got home. So the air you breathe, the water you drink, the food you eat are all critical to brain health and even the thoughts you think. So if you think in ways that are negative, hopeless, helpless, worthless, that negative thinking patterns actually cause your brain to function in a way that increases stress hormones, and stress hormones have been found to kill cells in the major memory centers of the brain. So avoiding bad is absolutely critical. And, you know, that would mean the standard American diet. You know, I call it sad because it's pro-inflammatory. It's totally based on flavorous, you know, the scientists that want to hijack your brain. And so they make bad food taste amazing, and you end up hooked on it like you're hooked on heroin. And, you know, I just have a problem with that. And so avoid bad and then do good and talk about, well, what are the things to put in your life every day from the right foods to exercise, new learning, uh, working out your brain like you go to the gym for your muscles, you should go to the gym for your brain. In addition, physical strength is critical. Did you know that the stronger you are as you age, the less likely you are to get Alzheimer's disease? And the faster you walk as you age, the less likely you are to die. So when I read that study, I went, okay, forget the stroll, let's walk fast. <laughs> and, you know, I'm so excited because these principles, when you put them in someone's life, they just make a huge difference. And often, an immediate difference. We saw with our NFL guys, so we've scanned and treated 116 uh, active and former NFL players, is their brains can often start to heal in as little as two months. Now, that's really exciting. And another huge project I'm involved with is something at Saddleback Church. So Saddleback's one of the largest churches in the world. And their pastor, Rick Warren, is the author of The Purpose Driven Life, which sold 40 million copies worldwide. And wow. we put a health plan into the church. So it's called the Daniel Plan, not named after me, but after the prophet in the Old Testament who wouldn't eat the king's bad food. And we taught them to avoid bad, do good, love their brains. But the secret sauce of the Daniel plan was we did it together. We did it as a group. So there were rallies. There were small group educational programs. There's a great website. We had 15,000 people sign up for our program. And over a year, the church lost 250,000 pounds. But weight loss was a side effect of getting healthy. And people reported their energy was better, their mood was better. They went down or off their medications. How exciting is that? Their marriages were better. Their kids were doing better in school. I mean, the stories we have are unbelievably cool. And it's because another one of the seven steps is we get better together. That is just absolutely essential. 
to getting and staying well. Because another thing the longevity study found is the health of your friends determine the length of your life. So, wow. So it's kind of like what they say about your associations, like the top people, six, the top six people you hang out with is who you become. So that's also true in terms of like length of life. The healthier that your friends are, the longer you live. Right. So now it doesn't mean you have to get rid of all your friends. What I tell people is you be the leader for change. Because the last step I talk about is now is the time. You know, people, used, you know, they're like me. I used to say, well, I'll get healthy when I'm 40, 45, 50. <laughs> you know, when I have high blood pressure or high cholesterol, well, then I'll get healthy and Alzheimer's disease actually starts in the brain decades before you have any symptoms. You don't have any time to wait to get healthy because the last thing you want to do is get hit by dementia, which just steals your brain. I mean, you may live a, a much longer time. But you're not going to be able to remember. Sometimes even the people that you love, your decisions are not going to be right. You're going to feel sad and have low energy and brain fog. If you want to prevent things like Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia, you need to be thinking about that early. And the earlier you put these habits into your life, the less likely you are to suffer later on. Do you pick up, when you do brain scans of people, do you pick up the potential of Alzheimer's or in your overall assessment, do you pick up that potential that, that that's a possibility of Parkinson's? You know, in the study we do, not so much Parkinson's, but certainly Alzheimer's disease, up to a decade before you have any symptoms. And when do you think treatment works? Really, really, really early or late? So, I mean, once you're late, you've burned out those circuits in your brain, and we just don't have yet the Lazarus treatment to bring the dead back to life. But we certainly can help the sleepier, the sluggish tissue get better. So, if your listeners put their hands on their head and their thumbs in their ears, that's the early pattern for Alzheimer's disease. It's bilateral both-sided decreases in the top back part of their brain, helps you with directions, and bilateral decreases in their temporal lobes underneath their temples and behind their eyes. And when we see that pattern early, we just think it's absolutely critical to put people on a brain-healthy program. Let's talk about your brain-healthy program. and You have three supplements that you really hit in your book. Tell us about those supplements and what you think really is effective for everybody. Well, I think everybody should take a really good, high-quality multiple vitamin every day that's loaded with B vitamins. There's a lot of good evidence coming out in the last couple of years that B6, folic acid, and B12 have cognitive-enhancing effects. In fact, they've actually been shown to enhance memory in people who are struggling. So I think a multiple vitamin is essential, and in the multiple vitamin should have at least 2,000 international units of vitamin D. Now, I think everybody should get their vitamin D level checked. You should know it like you know your cholesterol level, and then you should optimize it. I live in Southern California. The sun shines 330 days a year, and when I got my level tested, it was terrible, and... 
it's it's interesting. Uh, but you know, I'm not out in the sun anymore. You know, I work, or you know, when I play tennis or I go for a walk, it's usually at night. So it just made sense. So I actually had to take a lot more than 2,000 to get my level normal. And when I did, my appetite went away because when vitamin D levels are low, the hormone leptin that turns off your appetite doesn't work well in the brain. So really good multiple vitamin with vitamin D and then high quality fish oil. Why? Because of the omega-3 fatty acid content. And I like it to be about 50% EPA and DHA because those are the two that seem to help the best for heart health and brain health. And then for our NFL study, I designed a supplement called Brain and Memory Power Boost that has seven things in it to enhance brain health, two for blood flow, ginkgo, and then positine. The prettiest brains I've ever seen are brains that take ginkgo. Um, Two things for acetylcholine, which is the learning and memory neurotransmitter in the brain, huperzine A and acetyl-L-carnitine, a super antioxidant and acetylcysteine, alpha-lipoic acid, which helps balance blood sugar, and phosphatidylserine, which has been shown to be helpful for stress and uh, balance nerve cell membranes. So I develop that for our NFL guys. It works so well for them, I decided to take it myself. So I, I like these three supplements. And, you know, my bias, you know, I'm a classically trained double board certified psychiatrist. So I know how to use medications when I need to. But I have to tell you, they're not my favorite things. If I can get your brain better using natural treatments, that just makes me a lot happier because they are fewer side effects. They're generally less expensive, and it doesn't ruin your insurability. What most people don't know is that taking psychiatric medications actually negatively impact your ability to get health insurance, uh, life insurance, and long-term care insurance. But you never have to tell anybody that you're taking fish oil. So um, depending on the issues in a person's brain, you know, these um, basic three, um, multiple vitamin, fish oil, brain and memory power boost. You know, I think a lot of people could benefit from that. But then some people have issues with anxiety. Some have issues with depression. Some natural supplements can be really helpful depending on your brain type. So another one of the seven steps from use your brain to change your age is if you have mental or emotional struggles, get them treated early. Depression doubles the risk for Alzheimer's disease in women and more than quadruples it in men. So you don't want to be, I mean, you know, feeling depressed sucks. I mean, it's really bad for you. It's bad for your relationships. It's bad for everything. But it is also bad for your brain. Suffering is not good for your brain. That's amazing. I mean, this whole issue that we have in our society, depression, stress, anxiety, grief. So when you're dealing with those issues, your first line of defense is let's get a full assessment, see what this person is, get a brain scan, and then my guess is you probably most of the time go towards diet and supplements and lifestyle as, as the treatment and kind of as a last resort drug. Is that kind of your approach? But, you know, it really depends on the person. So, and, you know, if you really understand my work, I'm not anti-medication. I'm just anti the indiscriminate 
thoughtless use of medication. So for most people, for example, have mild to moderate depression. I'm going to in, insert lifestyle interventions and supplements into their life and see how we do. For someone who's psychotic or who's in a manic episode or they have brittle bipolar disorder where they go up and down, uh, I probably put the lifestyle interventions and supplements into their life along with some good medication. So, uh, you know, I always take sort of the, the the more thoughtful route. I never want to hurt anybody. And having so untreated schizophrenia or untreated bipolar disorder literally ruins people's lives. Um, yeah. But many people who have issues with anxiety or issues with mild to moderate depression get better. St. John's Wort, for example, has the same scientific evidence as Prozac. Um, there are 29 randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled studies showing St. John's Wort is effective. But one of the interesting parts of my work, what I think one of the most important parts of my work, is that what we've realized is depression is not one thing in the brain. It's at least seven different things. Giving everybody St. John's Wort or Prozac um, is a really stupid idea. You need to know about their brain, and imaging helps you know. Okay. Let, let's talk a little bit about, you, you know, you're going to be coming over to our conference. We're going to have the best time ever. It's not much of a drive for you, you know, being there in North Newport Beach. What are you going to tell us at the conference? Um, again, for the folks who are listening, that's going to be May 18 through 20 at the Orange County Hilton, just south of Los Angeles, and Dr. Amon's going to be there. So what are, you going to, what are you going to tell us? Give us a sneak preview here. Well, I'm going to inspire you to love your brain. I'm going to show you lots of cool images. And, you know, it's 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 fun for me because I just got an email from a woman who heard me speak two years ago who had chemotherapy and was in brain fog when she listened to me. And she said, I walked out of your lecture, totally had brain envy. I threw away a lot of the bad things I was doing, and I started to do the right things. And it's unbelievable. I felt better within two months, and now I'm doing great. And so my hope is to inspire the people who come to learn to love their brain, to give them a very specific plan on what are the things to do and to not do. And, you know, more importantly than anything, what I want to accomplish is to create brain-healthy champions that will go and start to implement it not only in their lives but in the lives of their families. That's fantastic. That's awesome stuff. And, you know, we're so excited to have you at the conference, and you're going to be, I think it's a huge addition to our group, and our, our team is going to love you and especially our audience. So let's let's put out there for everybody your website. I think it's is it amenclinics.com or .net, or what's, the, what's your actual... So, um, amenclinics.com, and there you can um, see the scans, read some of the research, read lots of testimonials of people who've come, and uh, we also have a community site, amensolution.com, where you can actually test your brain. It's a really cool site. Okay, awesome. And is that, you, you take like a little bit of a quiz or something, is that how that works? Well, um, you'll learn about your brain type, um, so okay. 108 questions, but you can also take a 40-minute neuropsych assessment. And then based on how you score, 
we give you individualized, personalized exercises, uh, like going to the brain gym to work out and strengthen your brain. Awesome stuff. Well, everybody who's listening, I'm talking with Dr. Daniel Amen, and he is the author of at least, I think you have five best-selling books out there, the latest being Use Your Brain to Change Your Life, basically how to use your brain to become younger and really achieve um, the beautiful balance and even overcome mild depression or grief or anxiety or stress using natural approaches and using your brain scan technology, Dr. Amon's brain scan technology. He's going to be joining us for our longevity conference, which is thelongevitynowconference.com. It's going to be May 18 through 20, the one right here in 2012, and it's going to be at the Orange County Hilton just south of Los Angeles. So if you're coming, bring a friend, bring a few folks with you, because this is going to be a weekend to remember, and Dr. Amon's going to be bringing everything he's got, which is a lot. I mean, this guy's an incredible resource of information, credible resource of brain envy. I mean, that's a whole, um, you, you got me on that, Dr. Amen. I, I think that's one that's been stuck in my vocabulary for a while. We're going to have a lot of fun. So again, that's the longevitynowconference.com. I'm David Avocado Wolf signing off with Dr. Amen, and we are both wishing you the best day ever. <laughs>